Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. And here we go again. It is the Sports Spectacular, Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy, Stepping out of the website, IlliniGuys.com, and into your radios or podcasts for a couple of hours. Illini commit Ty Rogers will join us a bit later this hour. If you missed his podcast last week with Kedrick Prince on Ked's Recruiting Roundup, we played just a little part of that. You got to listen to this young man. Man, he is poised, and he joins us a bit later this hour. Thursday night, it was the Illini Orange and Blue Spring Football Game. Matt Stevens will have a report from Memorial Stadium. And we'll hear from another future basketball Illini, Sky Clark. He is uh, Ked's guest this week on his podcast, and we'll hear part of that interview as well. The Illini gal, Adelia McKenzie, also at the scorer's table. But uh, let's talk about Wednesday's big announcement. The big man, Kofi Coburn, is moving on from the Illini program. Brad Sturdy, allow me to quote the late, great Donna Summer this time. I know it's for real. Thank you. I think I, I think I said that a couple days ago that I thought it was for real. So maybe, uh, maybe, I'm, maybe I should have been Donna some, maybe I was quoting. I you. don't know. No, uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Somewhere, but it, we, it's easy to confuse Donna summer and I, right. So um, as we kind of, <laughs> as we kind of, <laughs> as we kind of look at Kofi, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the kid. Like, I mean, Kofi has been here three years and I know we missed a year where we didn't get, I actually missed that year to interact with that kid because he is such a neat person. He's fun. He's got a great personality. Um, and, and I just really, I'm happy for him that he gets an opportunity to do this. And, and there are a lot of people who think he should have stayed for the money and for the NIL money. And maybe he should have, I, I don't know. In, in 10 years, we can revisit that and say, well, he passed up this, but here's the thing. He's got a dream. He wants to play professional basketball. Now he's got an opportunity. Illinois put him in a great place as a two-time All-American and as a kid who's a name. I mean, it's right. It's on the, you know, the ticker on the TV. It's on everything. You see it on websites. First pick. So this is a guy he's known and I'm excited for him. And, you know, as we're going to find out from Brad Underwood later, it's a great day because it's great for Illinois to keep producing players like Kofi Coburn. Yeah, and, and let's let's be honest here. You know, when Kofi Coburn showed up on campus and stepped foot on that court, Illinois became a threat to win every game they were in, and they had the best record in the Big Ten for those three years. And a lot of it was due to a great coach and, and a strong roster. But having that anchor in the middle that could outplay 95 98% of the, the teams – on the inside was a huge asset. And I tell you what, it, in my lifetime, I don't remember when Illinois had an anchor on the inside that could dominate. And I don't know if we'll ever get somebody again. And it was really fun for those three years. And I really hope Kofi gets the opportunity to, um, you know, get into the NBA. I think he could be an excellent backup center. And um, I, I'm hoping that he can do that and maybe work his way towards the starting position. Yeah, but you're right. What he's done, and Brad, I agree with you. When I saw that Wednesday all day on the ticker and and on the different websites I visit every day to see his name up there on the front page. I mean, that's something that, again, you think about where this program has come uh, from where it was when he got here three years ago and from where it is now. And he was a major part 
uh, in, in doing that. There's no question. Um, you mentioned Brad Underwood. Here's what the coach had to say on Wednesday after Kofi's announcement. What a great day. What a great day. And uh, it's, ex- it's always exciting to talk about uh, individual success and, uh, and what that means uh, for our program is something that uh, uh, we can sure uh, accentuate all the positives that, that have happened for Kofi in his time at, at the University of Illinois. And, uh, it, it's a great day that a kid uh, came here as a young guy and uh, uh, hadn't been in a high school all-star game and leaves here as a two-time All-American, one of the most celebrated players in our, in our history. And uh, his jersey will hang here. And uh, he's accomplished so much. And for him to reach his dreams and, and chase his dreams is what this is all about. Every young person, no matter what their degree, comes to college with the mindset of, of, of chasing a goal and chasing a dream. And that's what Kofi's doing. Yeah, you can see, I mean, obviously Brad Underwood's excited for Kofi. You, you know, you're a little disappointed in certain things. Um because you miss out on 20 and 10. I mean, it's hard to replace 20 and 10. I mean, we all miss out on that. But at the same time, it opens up the door to play a different style. You know, maybe they get up and down a little more and play a different, more of a guard oriented, which, you know, as we see, if you, your big guys can defend the rim and rebound, you don't have to play a low post offense. You can win with the guards attacking. And we saw the teams in the final four, they were like that. I mean, they, they so that's kind of what you're looking for, I think, um, to maybe have a different style of play. That's not nothing against Kofi. He was fantastic. But maybe now you just do something a little different that fits the the, the players that you have on your roster now. Yeah, and, and let's face it, you know, at Stephen F. Austin, uh, Brad Underwood had one of the most dynamic offenses in the land. And now we're going to see an offense that doesn't have to go particularly through the most dominant player in the country. It should be an exciting brand of basketball. And people did not like playing against Underwood teams, and they haven't liked it for one reason the last three years, and maybe there'll be some new reasons that teams won't like to play against an Underwood coach team. That's very possible when you think about it. But Kofi Colburn, uh, number 21, and we already know his his jersey, his name will be in the Raptors as a two-time All-American Um, just amazing. Had he stayed one more year, he would have uh, left school as the all-time leading scorer and rebounder, but that is not the case with still Kofi already his name etched in a school legacy. Uh, and when you think about where this program could go, wherever it goes, um, we know that he was part of the foundation, um, that, uh, and part of the team that, um, the group of guys that led this team back into national prominence, Kofi Cobra now off to the NBA draft. We've got more on Kofi and what's ahead for Illinois basketball. As they look to try to replace, as Brad mentioned, 20 and 10 there in the middle. That's coming up in just a bit. But up next, the spring game at number two in the Brett Bielema era. Matt Stevens from IlliniGuys.com has a recap that's next on the Sports Spectacular. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go. Grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is, we're here to support it. Because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint? 
outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. This Newsmaker segment presented by Busey Bank. The Illini football team making news this week with its annual Orange and Blue Spring football game. Uh, with more on the scrimmage, football writer and analyst Matt Stevens of IlliniGuys.com joining us. Uh, Matt, it, it was, if nothing else, uh, it was fun to see him out there Thursday night. Let's start off with uh, what stood out for you. It was something. Um, no, I, I think uh, you guys got a, a very vanilla look at the offense, or at least people who watched on Big Ten Network got a very vanilla look at what the offense is, is right now and what they have installed. I thought Tommy DeVito did everything that his offensive coordinator wanted him to do when he set the expectation bar of like, hey, let's not embarrass ourselves, like, and let's not have any pre-snap mistakes or let's just look like we know what we're doing. And to his credit, because Tommy has started enough games at Syracuse, I think he made it look like, hey, I can make, I can look competent and know what I'm supposed to be doing. And we're going to look like we know what we're doing, even though we don't have everything installed yet. Thought he did a good job with that. He, I thought Illinois in a, in a very vanilla, and I know I'm going on and on about the offense, but um, in a very, very vanilla scheme tonight because that's what everybody runs in their spring game. They did a really good job of continually trying to find, number one, the football. Um, and that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, and I thought from a defensive perspective, again, they're going against a second-team offensive line, but I thought they they made plays and really made it kind of difficult on uh, Illinois quarterbacks to, to get settled. And uh, I thought you saw some athletic plays, especially with like Kendall Smith's pick, which would have gone, which would have, I know would have gone to the house for a touchdown. And you're seeing athletic guys on that defense start to make plays like that. And um, I think that's something I've seen all spring. So, um, you know, I think offensively and defensively, there were good things. There were, there were things that you're, you, you need to get cleaned up and uh, special teams was a big concern coming into the spring. And it's a big concern coming out of the spring because Caleb Griffin, again, struggled just like he did on Saturday, just like he did the, the weekend before. And um, But I think you've got a big leg punter and a, a decent punter in Andy Robertson. So um, all things considered, everybody got healthy and everybody kind of looked like they knew what they were doing. So, you know, big check mark for, for April 20, April 21st. Yeah, so what do you what do you think of Coach Bielma's sitting down? And I'm assuming, you know, he plans out everything. I right. think he plans out how many breaths he's going to take during the day. He's an organized <laughs> man. Um, you know, if, if he had, let's say, a, a chart that said, I want to finish with an A, and I would need to do these things, and if I want to finish with a B, we would accomplish, you know, this other list, et cetera. What do you think, if you're trying to get into his head and read between the lines on what he's saying, how do you think he is satisfied with what he saw this spring? Well, I think they took step forwards on both sides of the ball um, at different positional groups. What I think Brett, Brett Bielema was very, very disappointed in is the idea that I think that there are certain position. I don't think he goes into this with 22 guys that he feels confident about right now. Um, if they, it, you know, that he can put in a football game and that's troubling. I mean, and I think, 
what what Brett Bielema will do as a coach is he'll point to the spots in his 2D that, um, you know, need work and need to get better in the summer, need to get better in the fall. Or quite frankly, they need to do some shopping in the transfer portal and get better in it. And I've I've have I have a piece up on IlliniGuys.com on the staff's going to go portal shopping. I mean, they they continually say they're going to be under 85 scholarships. I don't have them at that math, but let's just go with it. What 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 the heck? Um, <laughs> but if if that's the case, they're going to go portal shopping, and then there are some positional groups that they can definitely get better in immediately with some talent and. I think that's exactly what Brett Bielum is looking at right now with his roster. How can I make this roster better as soon as possible? Because August 27th keeps getting here closer and closer, and they've got to play a football game against a pretty good Wyoming team and, and get a W here at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, another week zero game as we talk with Matt Stevens of the IlliniGuys.com football writer and analyst here on this Newsmaker segment presented by Busey Bank. You know, talk about in terms of uh, this is year two now for Brett Bielema. Um, you know, the, the one thing I felt that, and, and, and Matt, you, you give me your perspective that it, it did feel like though, this was a much more, um, productive spring game than, than a year ago. Now I know Lenny's offense is new and you've got a lot of new players, new quarterback, et cetera. Um, but it, it just, and maybe, maybe I'm, I'm simplifying it. It felt like guys knew what they were doing better than a year ago. Is that fair? It's fair, especially on defense, because guys do know what they're doing more than they did a year ago. The, the guys that are in this defense and the guys, for the most part, in this too deep on defense have been through this all before. And now they're just refining. And now they're just, uh, as Ryan Walter said this past weekend when we grabbed him before the spring game ever kicked off, he said, look, I, I'm at a stage now with my defensive guys where even if they're younger players, they were around the facility all last year and we're, we're trying to work toward now reacting to what the offense is doing instead of guys trying to constantly, you know, be a hundred percent accurate with what their job is. We've now, we've now, you know, kind of gone past that. And then we're, we're now into the, you know, developmental stage of, Hey, you guys know what your job is now go make plays. Like you saw with Kendall Smith, you know, let, let, I know what my job is at free safety because Kendall's a senior and he's been around and he knows this defense. Now I'm going to read the quarterback size and go make a play on the football. And I think you're seeing that on, on, on defense. On offense, I just thought they looked confident. I think Barry Lenny wanted to get out of here with just don't, don't act like Sideshow Bob's stepping on the rake and have pre-stat penalties and do all that kind of stuff. I mean, just, just look like we know how to, how to do things and we'll get everything else figured out in the fall. Um, and I'll get everything I want to install in the fall. I'm pretty impressed at what they were able to install in the fall. If, if everybody's telling the truth, um, I talked to Tommy DeVito after the scrimmage, he seems like he's been hit with a whole bunch of information. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that they were out of the shotgun as much as they were tonight. Again, I think they were so vanilla. I don't think they wanted to show anybody anything. Um, and I think that's the most basic way to do it. But yeah, I, I think uh, the, the there's there's pieces on the offensive line like like Alex Palcheski, even Alex Pilstrom, even at center. It's a new position for him, but not a new world for him at offensive line. Um, you're seeing guys. You you saw holes, you know, massive holes again in, in the run game because these guys know what they're doing. Jordan Slaughter was throughout the entire fall camp and getting ready to go play in Nebraska, and then he breaks his ankle um, right before the Nebraska game. So. 
these guys know what they're supposed to be doing if, if they're upperclassmen. And I think they, they have a sense of how this is supposed to go. So a player like Keith Randolph, supremely talented with a lot of potential, uh, didn't play tonight. Mm-hmm. How, did, how did you think uh, the backups did? And, and what did that tell you about the staff's ability to, to fill holes you know, in situations like this? You know, Mike, I've, I've stood and talked to him face-to-face without pads and without football equipment, and I just haven't gotten over the fact that Bryce Barnes looks like he's about 280 pounds. And when you talk about Keith Randolph's backup, I think that's the first you know person you point to. And I know, Mike, you're very familiar with him from an AAU basketball standpoint. Yep. That's an athlete. I mean, I don't care if you're from Gibson City and you've been going against small school competition your whole life. That's an athlete, and an athlete now that looks completely different body-wise than I've ever seen him. And then what he's listed on the roster, quite frankly, um, they did fine. I, I thought Johnny Newton did fine. Um, there's there's a big problem at nose tackle. Rod Perry leaves a big void there. Illinois tried to address it in the transfer portal. They continue to keep addressing it in the transfer portal. Um, they're not getting what they need out of Calvin Avery and Virtus Brown. And I hate to point out guys, but, you know, they're just not replacing what Rod Perry gave them up the middle. And so Illinois is going to have to figure out what they what they have with, you know, T. Rod Edwards, the Northwestern transfer. And, you know, when a couple of other transfers get in here um, in fall camp, that's going to be a big problem. But on the outside with with the law firm of Newton and Randolph, because quite frankly, Keith's going to be fine. And quite frankly, Keith was on a laundry list of dudes that didn't play tonight of about 15 deep. Um, You know, I think I think you're you're you're. You like what you see out of the defensive line. I think they would like to have a couple more bodies. Um, but said McConnell had a good game at, at, at the second string defensive end position against first team offensive linemen. So um, the depth that that, you know, Terrence Jameson, Jamie was building there is is something to be encouraged. But I think it'll go to another level once you see a healthy Randolph, like I saw in the first maybe eight to nine practices before Keith got hurt. That was a pretty big, uh, pretty big star that you could put right there that Keith Randolph was going to have a major impact. And I don't think his injury this spring changes that whatsoever. We get back to the passing game a little bit. And, and I enjoy listening to um, uh, to the radio broadcast in the Busey Radio Network. Um, and, and Art Sikowski was a, a guest analyst in the first half. And let me tell you something. Sure was. I, don't, I don't know what I don't know what Art's future is in football. He's a fantastic analyst. I mean, he's got the voice. He's got the personality. I mean, I don't know what his major is, but he should really consider that. He was outstanding. He talked about um, the play of Tommy DeVito and and used a term that even uh, Brian Barnhart, the veteran uh, play-by-play man, had never heard in terms of 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 uh, of DeVito finding the honeypot. You know, the, this, the, this, the throw was right there perfectly in the honeypot. DeVito had some good numbers, and he talked about how these two – um, are really good friends. Like they've known each other back in their, their Jersey days. Um, how, how about a bit of, of the veto you, you mentioned a moment ago, but the play also of, of he and Isaiah Williams, it seemed like they hooked up a couple of times. Will we, do we look like we're going to see a more vertical? I know, like you said, they didn't give much away that he didn't want to, but a more vertical game than what we saw last year. I hope we see a more horizontal game out of Isaiah. I, I mean, like I, if Barry Lenny has his way about it, one, number one's going to get the football. Yeah. And I don't like the idea of throwing fade routes to a five foot nine wide receiver. I just don't know how that's going to run at Illinois. I don't know if Illinois has that many more options. If the outside guys aren't going to make plays. Um, That's another concern for Illinois going forward. Pat Bryant had some big plays out of the the outside wide receiver positions uh, 
Thursday night. But you're sitting there and you're saying to, you know, uh, you know, Casey Washington didn't play. Brian Hightower's got so much talent and it's still untapped potential. Um, there's a void there. And, and again, another position group that George McDonald's going to have to figure something out. But I don't think he has to figure something out at the slot because number one needs to get the football. And I think that if Barry Lenny has his way, number one's going to get the football. And Tommy DeVito, when we talked to him after the spring game, he basically says, hey, look, the first day I was on campus, Number one came up to me, Isaiah Williams, and said, hey, we need to we need to get connected real quick. We need to have that chemistry. I need to have that with my quarterback. And so that happened on day one, and you can kind of tell. Um, and quite honestly, Larry, you've been around enough athletes. They Athletes tend to draw toward athletes that they know can play. And Tommy went directly to the dude that he thinks is going to be able to help him out the most, and that's Isaiah Williams. It's not shocking that, you know um, – he, he has hooked up with Isaiah as much as he has. I, I found it very interesting that Brett Bielema said that Isaiah didn't have a very good game. I agree with him, quite frankly, on that. Isaiah dropped some balls that Tommy could have had better numbers. He and Isaiah could have had better numbers that night. Um, but uh, it wasn't his best performance from a, from a proficiency standpoint. But, boy, Isaiah, if you put the ball in his hands, he's going to be able to make plays. And I think Barry Loney's figured that out, you know, and we're going we're gonna to get that taken care of. So if you're looking at it, you know, you're again, we'll put you in Coach B's sure. uh, shoes here. You're uh, looking at that portal. So what positions are you looking at first? Because you have to prioritize. And, um, you know, wh wh where are you looking to improve? Boy, if this was Madden create a player, if there's an outside wide receiver in that transfer portal, you better go get him. And I haven't found one yet, guys. I just haven't. And I, I don't blame this staff for what they got at wide receiver. But if you can go find one before May 1st, you better go get it. That, that puts his name in the portal before May 1st. You better go get him because this the, he will play. Uh, there, there has not been enough plays made at the outside perimeter wide receiver position. They've addressed nose tackle. Look, JMO wants more bodies. So if there's a D lineman out there, they're probably going to go after him. Uh, it, I think that they're fine. Uh, with their young guys that they have out at, at defensive back. I think they're, they're continually developing those guys with Aaron Henry and Ryan Walters. Uh, I, I'd go look and see if I can get another tight end. I know Tip Ryman had a good game. You know, Luke Ford's got super talent. Uh, Michael Marques was was injured. Uh, Owen Anderson was injured, did not play in the spring game. I'd go get another guy because if, if you're in a Brett Bielema offense, you can never have too many tight ends. If you're in a Barry Lunny offense, you can never have too many tight ends. That's his primary position group that he's coached before. So, those are some of the positions I highlighted in the piece, and I think that Illinois would be best served to try to go find a dude in that in that regard. Yeah, we'll leave it there. Hey, Matt, uh, great reporting as always um, on on this game, and um, hopefully, you get a chance to 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 relax here, maybe play some golf this weekend. Matt, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, good luck with that. Like I I I, I hope so, but that's not probably on the docket. <laughs> Hit some golf ball, something. Just get away from. Uh, from the computer for just uh, a, a little bit of time. Matt Sievens, you can read more of his reporting uh, on the game and the Illini football program overall on IlliniGuys.com. More on Illini basketball coming up life after Kofi. That's next on the Illini Guys radio network. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. 
proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it, because that's our mission. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Yep, right back here, the Sports Spectacular, Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy, talking here in uh, late April. A couple of the big stories in college basketball, Kentucky's Oscar Shebway, consensus national player of the year, returning for his senior season. There is some talk that Shebway uh, could get NIL money up to $2 million as a senior uh, for the Wildcats, it spins well in Lexington. But the the big stunner this this week was was Villanova coach Jay Wright retiring it at age sixty and um, and calling it quits. Guys, this caught all of us by surprise. That was a shocker. Jay Wright, he's sixty years old. Um, obviously, he's got enough money to you know for his kids' kids, so he's fine. But at the same time, you just a lot of these old guard coaches. When you look at this this era. You have to wonder if it's the NIL and the portal all coming into this same, you know, the one ease for one one time transfer rule and the NIL money all coming together at the exact same time that maybe made these coaches like, this isn't really what I wanted to do. This isn't the way I envisioned it. And they kind of step aside. I think that's a, a definite question we have to ask right now because a lot of these guys are healthy and in the prime of their well, the second half of their lives, anyway. Yeah, and you know you've got a, a thing where basically they have to constantly be recruiting each of their players every year. They have to ask their players if they if they um, mind them recruiting somebody at their position. So the control they've had is is changed, and it reminds me of a quote that Heath Ledger's Joker said to the Batman, which is introduce a little anarchy, a stat upset the established order and everything becomes chaos. I think coach Underwood would agree with that quote. <laughs> All roads lead back to either pizza or Batman with, with, with Mike Kegley. It's uh, it's crazy, but you know, another stat guys, when you think about it, how big is this? If you guys, for those of you who maybe don't follow college basketball as closely as we do, um, Jay Wright at age 60, uh, and my goodness, he, the dapper guy looks like he's 50. I mean, he can, you know, he, he looks great. Um, he's the one guy with multiple titles. I mean, he, with Krzyzewski out of the way and Roy Williams out of the way, he was in line to be the dean, the guy of college coaches. With him gone, Kay gone, and Williams, that is now four of the last seven national championship uh, coaches out of the game, just like that. Uh, shocking. Um, 
okay, let's getting back to what Mike's a little foreshadowing there. He mentions the word chaos. Here is uh, Brad Underwood talking about uh, the portal that Brad was mentioning. Portals, chaos. I mean, it's it, it's it's truly chaos. I mean, you got thirteen hundred people in there. Uh, I think one of the big factors is we got to find out who gets in school at the University of Illinois. Uh, that eliminates a lot of them, and uh, you know, and then. Uh, uh, reality is, until Kofi's made this decision, uh, nobody was coming here. You know, we could think one thing, we've done that before, and you're still not going to fill those spots until that final announcement is, has been made. So uh, the portal is very fluid. It's something that uh, uh, we're dealing with on a daily basis, and then we've got to um, uh, not just break down film and numbers, but we've got to look at transcripts and, and the academic part of that as well to, to see who fits here. Certainly, uh, Illinois is going to be hitting the portal uh, very hard. Brad, you've been telling us since this thing began, you know, last summer that the transfer portal is going to really change the game. Illinois now uh, hip deep in this now with Kofi on his way out, looking for a big man and, and some guys to take his place. Yeah, they have they have multiple spots open um, with the you know transfers of some of the guys who are on the roster. They're looking to fill those. Look at, I mean, Brad was still going to recruit the high school ranks. Um, but the portal is a great way to fill any holes that you have. If you, if you took a team of the guys in the portal, you could just take like how many, how many like legit final four contending teams could you pull from guys in the portal? I mean, I think there's that you could put them together and make two or three final four teams level teams from the portal. And, And that's how good it is. So, you just need one piece. We need this piece. We need this piece. We need that piece, whatever it is. They're out there, and you just re-recruit them. The problem, I think, with the portal is you not only have to recruit those guys, you got to recruit your own guys back on campus every year because they're hearing how great it is on the other side, and that's why you're going to see virtually every team lose a couple kids in the portal each year. Yeah, the, the, this is going to be a whole new technique, you know. Um, <clears throat> when do you – uh, land people from the portal. Timing matters. And some coaches are going to figure out, you know, where, where, when is it advantageous for their program? Um, there's a lot to learn and some techniques and best practices to, to, to develop. And the coaches who get them done first are going to be the ones who will be the most successful. And I'd put a lot of money on a Brad Underwood or a Bill Self to be the guys who figure this out and kind of lead the way. Well, you look at self, I mean, and that was exactly what he did this year. And he talked about it after they won the title. He said, we went out and we needed a couple of pieces and, and we got them. And, and I think you're right. That's, and that's where, when you're, when you can have the perfect blend of the top young talent, the way Brad Underwood's bringing in and you bring in the right guys. I think the way Texas did it last year was overkill. Um, you're not, you know, the, the one and done didn't work with freshmen. It's not going to work in the portal either. If you bring in a bunch of guys just for one year, you're rolling the dice. You may get it to work. Lightning does strike. You know, you, you can't catch lightning in a bottle, but it's, it's going to be harder to do. But I think Brad, to what you're saying is the same thing. If you get the right combination and you, 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 you hit the right buttons, you can have a lot of success for a long time. If you know how to work the portal. Yeah, no question. I, and I think that's what it's going to be. You still got to recruit your guys in high school, but you're going to find you can fill those holes now and you're not filling them with some reach from the high school ranks. You're finding in the spring or some guy with some baggage. You can you've had a chance to watch these guys. You got film on them. You can scout them and you can and you know what to get, what you're going to get from them pretty much. And now you it's much easier. 
it's it's easier in the sense that you know exactly what you're getting. You aren't going to have many guys to go in the portal and, and and are totally different players when they come play for you. They are what they are, and, and you know. Yeah, it, it reminds me a little bit of the approach that the Rams took to win in the Super Bowl this year. Instead of drafting young kids and rolling a dice that, you know, half of them aren't going to pan out, they traded their draft picks for established players that they knew what they could do, and then they went to went to war and brought home a trophy. So I, I can see where there's going to be some battling approaches from different coaches who have uh, different visions, and it'll be very interesting to see which vision proves to be dominant. And as you know, that uh, we all like to copy uh, success. And so now that there's a blueprint laid out, Baylor last year in college basketball, the Rams this year in the NFL, you know that teams are going to want to follow and um, and copy what they're doing. So this is work. This is the the new era, if you will, in sports. What they're going to be working on. And Brad mentioned even last fall. Brad Sturdy told us that you know the days of of using that last scholarship on a project may be over for a lot of Power Five schools because you're not going to do that. You're going to instead go out and get a player that you know can already play um, on the uh, top level. Great stuff here. Hey, we're going to stay uh, uh, stay with us uh, just for a moment here because up next, one of those guys that you know what you get on the high school level, he's a recruit that we cannot wait to see on campus, and we can't wait to talk to him either. Ty Rogers standing by in our segment presented by OSF Healthcare. That's next. You're in a Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions. 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimates. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and it's much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships, build community, and build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Hey, summer is just around the corner, and we've got some giveaways to celebrate at IlliniGuys.com. Be sure to sign up today to make sure you are in the mix because you got to be in it to win it. IlliniGuys.com, I-L-L-I-N-I-G-U-Y-S.com. Make sure you go check that out. Time now for our Game Changers segment presented by OSF Healthcare. As the Illini move into the next chapter in the program's history, there's little doubt that our next guest is going to play a big role in determining just what this next piece of the story is going to be. Ty Rogers, the four-star commit to the U of I in the class of 2022. Ty, welcome to the Sports Spectacular. Man, thanks, man. Glad to be here. Great to have you. Hey, you know, the big story, obviously, this week, um, you know, big one in, in, the, in the program in terms of where you guys are going to be this coming fall. Kofi Colbert announcing that he's going to leave and, and try his uh, uh, put his name in the NBA draft. This time it's for good. We know he will not be a part of the Illini program moving forward. What was your uh, 
what was your reaction when you first heard the news earlier this week? Um, and I always knew it was going to be 50-50, so I kind of had to level my hopes. So when I found out, I was happy for him, of course. Um, Kobe's a great friend of mine, so I had no choice but to be happy for him. So now that you're, um, you know, getting ready to become an Illini, what uh, what are they what do they have you working on here in the off season to get prepared so that when you hit campus, you're uh, running at full speed? Um, me and Fletch have um, been in contact. Uh, he sends me workout plans and he sends me meal plans. Um, so I've been in, in full attack with that for sure. Excellent. And and one of the questions I had, you know, is you're looking. Obviously, this is going to be a brand new Illinois team, just just yeah, all totally different. So what are you thinking you're, con- you're, you're going to be contributing to the team and, and what do you want to uh, you know, do to help the team win next year? Uh, really just everything. I feel like I have a great playmaking ability um, and we're going to I think um, with Kofi leaving, um, I feel like we're going to we're going to run more. We're going to get up and down the court more. Um, so I feel like just me being able to get it off a rebound and push the ball is going to help the team out a, a whole lot for sure. Yeah, tell us a little bit about about yourself. You're a name that that a year ago most Illini fans, um, you know, hadn't hadn't heard of. You you really weren't, uh, I'm, you weren't on their radar, it would seem. And I think maybe fair that 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 you know they weren't on yours possibly. So tell us who Ty Rogers is. We know that you uh, you know you spent some time in Michigan, but tell us about yourself. Yeah, man. Um, on the court, I'm a dog. Off the court, they like to say I'm a little, I'm a teddy bear. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, I, I love to play basketball. I love the game um, off the court. You know what I'm saying? I'm a country guy myself. I like to go fishing and things like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of laid back. <laughs> <laughs> very, very cool. When did you start playing basketball? I started playing basketball around five years old. Okay. And when did you know that, you know what, I might be good enough to maybe play at the next level? Was there a moment uh, or a game or or something that happened that, you knew maybe you had the talent that was above and beyond, uh, you know, the average Joe. Uh, I'll probably say when I probably around around eight, probably um, just playing at little community centers and things like that. And I was playing up two grades and, and I was killing them then. So it was like, oh, I, I want to do this for sure. <laughs> yeah. And and you've got quite a reputation as a uh, defensive nightmare. And I can tell you from watching you, it jumped out. Um just it, it, there was no way that somebody could not notice that. Um, where did you develop that mentality? Because a lot of kids are more content with just putting up shots, and you seemed like you you enjoyed handcuffing people just as much. Man, I would probably say just um, Saginaw, Michigan, where I'm from. Man, that's that's kind of what we breed. We breed dogs, as you guys know. Draymond Green is, is from Saginaw, Michigan. Um, so I mean, he's, <laughs> a, he's the same way on defense. He, I'm more of an on-ball defender. But, um, yeah, he's a dog, and, and that's what we breed here. So I would say just growing up around guys like that, watching guys like that, um, it helped me for sure. Perfect. Um, it, you know, the other question I wanted to have is, you know, you had an outside shot. You could score when you needed to. Um, when you get into the college level, um, do you anticipate looking for the shot more? Do you look at the, going into the flow of the offense? Uh, how do you look at the uh, offensive end of the court? Uh, really, we're just going. We're going to see how what Coach Brad has me doing when we get there, um, and and honestly, I'm just going to do whatever whatever he needs me to do to um, win. And I, I trust him to put me in the right position uh, for my career, also. So yeah, just whatever Coach um, Underwood has me has me doing, I'm I'm be comfortable with. 
Talking with Ty Rogers here on the OSF Healthcare Game Changers segment on the Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular. Ty, class of 2022, what was it like this year to, to make the switch to go from, uh, from Michigan? Like you said, you know, where, where dogs are, are, are raised uh, to go to the suburban Chicago and, and uh, get a chance to play in a different part of the country and some different competition. Um, it was different, man. It's, it's something that, that you wouldn't expect that a lot of some, a lot of kids um, won't really experience that, uh, you know, like halfway through your senior year, leaving to go play somewhere else. Um, but I love Chicago. I loved everything about it, man. They, they kind of, it kind of was like, I was home again because in Chicago they play um, just as aggressive and physical um, as they do in Saginaw. So I loved it, man. I was, I was right at home. <laughs> now you're, you've also come, you're coming in with one of the most heralded, group of freshmen the Illini have ever had how do how well do you know these uh, other gentlemen obviously you know Sky Clark uh, Jaden Epps Sincere Harris um, how well do you know them and and do you guys talk and communicate as you're getting prepared to put on the orange and blue so I've known Sincere and Sky um, for a while now probably both of them I've known them since like sixth grade um, so we've been we've been in contact since then I would say um, Jaden, this was my first year meeting Jaden. Um, obviously after I committed, I, I knew he committed before me. Um, but yeah, me and him, we, we talk a lot, uh, especially after I committed, just, just getting that bond and, um, all the guys, we have a group chat. Uh, we probably talk every other day, man, just, just checking up on each other. Uh, we always let each other know we're in the gym and things like that. We'll send pictures of our shoes and, and, um, stuff, stuff of that sort. So, uh, we're pretty close already. <laughs> now, I, I know you guys competed, you know, against one another. Was there anything that you needed to apologize for, you know, maybe for in the past when it got a little rough because it came down to your team versus their team? Did you ever have any of those moments? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. I think me and Scott might have played against each other when we were younger once or twice. Um, me and Sincere, I don't know if me and Sincere have played against each other. We always we played with each other for a year or two, but I don't think we ever played against each other. But I think when me and Scott played against each other, we went at it for sure. I, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. Um, I have spent a career longer than you've been alive interviewing people, and you are one of the most impressive teenagers I've ever interviewed. Um, I mean, did you do a lot of speaking in class, or I mean, how did you know that your public speaking skills are impeccable for an eighteen-year-old? Where, where does that come from? Um, and I would probably just say my parents, just how they raised me uh, since I was little. Um, just speaking out in church, um, being in the choir um, and things like that. So, yeah, I would, I would give that to my parents for sure. <laughs> they, they've done quite a, quite a job because I don't think I would have wanted to have been on the air um, at the age of 18. And, in fact, some people say I shouldn't get on the air at the age of 54. So uh, <laughs> con congratulations on a heck of a job there. Uh, shake your parents' hands for us. because I would agree a, with that. <laughs> and, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. And all of a sudden – Brad is back. <laughs> no, no. I, I couldn't miss that opportunity. I'm sorry, Mike. That was just too easy to chime in. Uh, you know what? I'm going to, Ty could be my enforcer because I've seen him on a basketball court. I'm going I'm to have him put the handcuffs on you and that'll be that. Uh, he, he, once he gets to know you, know you, he won't like you either. So it's okay. <laughs> Get, get in line. It's a long one, Ty. <laughs> Ty, I'm not kidding. 2003, uh, I was down in Orlando for LeBron James's first ever summer league game with the, with, with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And at 18 years old, he conducted his own press conference. I mean, 
you know, and I'm like, this is amazing. So, and you're, you have the poise uh, just like that. It's, it's so impressive. You know, when we, we look at this season, we talked about again a moment ago that Kofi Colbert is not going to be a part of this team moving forward. You have an opportunity now with so many seniors graduating uh, and leaving the program that, that you've got a shot at, 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 you know, defining what this team's about. I mean, you mentioned, you know, you've heard about the everyday guys that, Ayo Desumu and Georgie Bishana Vili came in and, 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 you know, Trent Frazier and DeMonte Williams were all part of that. What is this, what is this attitude? What does this program look like moving forward with so many young players, the freshmen coming in and the sophomores returning um, now getting a chance to put your mark on this program? Man, I would say we're just trying to um, stay in that positive direction that they left us, that they left it off with. Um, as you said, like um, all those guys, Ayo, Kofi, um, DeMonte, Trent, um, they left the program in good hands for sure. Um, and they left it um, off on a positive note, I would say. Um, I feel like they had a, overall a pretty good season. Um, so I feel like, it, yeah, they left it in good hands, man. This freshman class and that sophomore class, the sophomore class got the experience because they were with those guys. They were training with those guys on an everyday basis. Um, so just us, this freshman class, we're really focused. Um, and I feel like we all have a great work, work ethic. Um, so us coming in with those sophomores um, and a couple of juniors, man, I feel like it's going to be really well. And are you going to do your best? I was just kind of thinking uh, to kind of carry that defensive philosophy that that has been, you know, established over the years. What can you do to help uh, carry that on? Oh, absolutely, man. Just I feel like my on-ball presence of being an elite on-ball uh, defender, I feel like I take a lot of pride in that. Um, that's just something I do. And, and not only that, just being a team defender, uh, stepping over, taking a charge, getting a loose ball. Um, all the things. And I feel like that's one of the reasons that, that I came to Illinois, because I know Coach Brad is going to stay on me about that. Um, and he's going to help me um, with the little things that I may not know of right now, like uh, fighting over a screen and things like that, because I've seen, I seen him do it with Trent. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing that uh, we've heard from, you know, uh, from the, the program and, you know, Brad Sturdy, who's, you know, and, and, and you've already talked to Kendrick Prince as well, guys who, who have an inside ear that they've talked about your tenacity. Mike has seen you play in terms of, again, your style of play. Um, excited to see you get on campus here in, in a few weeks and, and begin that process. Um, you mentioned it. You're an outdoorsman. We joke about the mountains of Champagne. That's why so many, <laughs> so many recruits <laughs> come. Obviously, I'm kidding. I can't even say it with a straight face. Um, have you gotten out of uh, when your trips to Champagne? Gotten out a chance to, to you know fish any of the lakes down there? Or, and you're going to bring your fishing pole and you come down? And I haven't. I haven't got a chance to get out and um, explore yet, but. Uh, when I get down in June, I'm definitely gonna gonna um, find some water and go fishing for sure. Yeah, you're not talking to the greatest uh, people to help you with that. My idea of roughing it is going to a Marriott and opening up the window an inch. So <laughs> I'm I'm not certain that 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 I've got anything to add here. Brad, how's your outdoorsmanship? <laughs> well, I can fish a little bit, but uh, you know, I, I got a little bit of that in me, but. I can't, I don't know if I can top the Marriott. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty way out there. Somebody uh, took me uh, fishing one time and they said, you have to be quiet to fish. And my first question was, why did you invite me? <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely the wrong person. I, I got to admit, that's good. Ty, Ty, definitely. If you get down here this summer and we'll, we'll, we'll try and find a, a good fishing hole and we'll take you out and get you, catch you some fish there. And uh, maybe we'll make coach Underwood go too. <laughs> Absolutely. That's good, man. 
and we'll take you with without Mike. Uh, by the way, <laughs> yeah, that that would that for would sure. not be good. I'll I'll go for the pizza. I'll help him out there, but uh, the yeah. fishing, no. Yeah, you gotta get a, you know you, you want to catch some fish, and Mike would just scare him away with 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 the talking. Um, well, it, let's we talk <laughs> basketball side uh, academically. What what do you plan to study? Um, right now, I'm thinking communications. Um, just because it's, it's wide and um, it's the least amount of math po- as possible. Uh, <laughs> not that I, not that I get math because I am. I just if I don't have to do it, I don't want to do it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got the voice and the poise for that. I mean, you know, and if you ever need to hone your radio skills, you know, there's this show that airs every week all over Illinois that has two hours of time to fill, and you know, could use a, a correspondent. I don't know how to get a hold of those guys. Uh, but yeah, I'm, we could we we could have a special correspondent there. Uh, you know, maybe you know. I think I, I think Ty Rogers could be an Illini guy. I think he's ready. <laughs> I think he's ready for that role. I think so. Um, have, have you, Ty? Have you have you heard Adelia McKenzie on the show? Uh, I don't think I have. Okay, okay. You know Adelia. You know she's she's coming up later on. We're gonna have her later on on the show. And, and Adelia is, uh, I mean, you have, you have to understand if you're, if you're an Illini guy, it's no holds barred. Or if you're an Illini gal, it's anything goes. And Adelia actually told us her most embarrassing story about the time her freshman season when she forgot to wear deodorant to practice. And, and she, she shared that with us. And, and you know what? I mean, it, uh, it, she, she became one of the guys because we've all been there. <laughs> now, now we call her the smelly kid, but that's just, you know, that's beside there. So, um, you know, that's just, yeah. So so this leads us to a question, Ty, you know, we're going to be asking you, you know, what is your most embarrassing basketball story and does it involve deodorant and stinking out the rest of the team? (laughs) Um, it doesn't involve deodorant and stinking out the team. Uh, but (laughs) let's see, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question on the spot. Well, 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 go ahead, Mike. You're you're so well, you're so well organized. I can't see yourself. I can't see you putting yourself in a situation that you're at a disadvantage. So we'll give you the benefit of the doubt this time. (laughs) But as we get to know you, yeah, as we get to know you. Yeah, this is the first time. (laughs) If we didn't scare you off, hopefully uh, you'll come back. Hey, Ty, listen, we have taken up uh, a lot of your time. But man, it has been uh, so cool to to get to know you a little bit. We've been really excited ever since you committed, looking forward to, to getting you on campus. And as you wrap up your, uh, your high school year, certainly enjoy these final weeks and, um, you know, definitely don't be a stranger, come back and talk to us again. And we look forward to seeing you on campus. Oh, absolutely, man. I appreciate you guys for having me. Absolutely. Ty Roger here joining us, uh, man, what a great guy in our game changer segment presented by OSF healthcare. Can't wait to talk to him again here on the show. We've got more recruiting coming up with Kedrick Prince and we'll hear from Ty's classmate, Sky Clark as we mentioned a moment ago. That's all just ahead on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Slow down, they say. You're getting older. Relax. Seriously, you're on a mission. You've got places to go, grandkids to see. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible, whoever you are, wherever you're going, whatever your mission is. We're here to support it because that's our mission, your life our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org slash your way. At Busey Bank, we understand you have a vision for your future and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. 
UC's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and is much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships, build community, and build your career at UC Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini.